there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. So we're talking about a very spoiler-heavy game on this episode, but we're going to keep it spoiler-free up until the very end. And if uh, once the, our reviews finish and everything, if you don't want to hear what happens in this game, then please shut us off or fast forward a couple minutes and then hear our promos and everything. Because yeah, very spoiler heavy, folks. And at the end, up until that, enjoy the show. <laughs> gamers welcome to the secret levels podcast and you know what why don't we all go to a party together i live in canada so everyone come up to canada it's just one place let's go to alberta why don't you bring your flashlights your matches your totems and oh my god what the fuck is that i'm player one toby that maniac is probably just sitting there under that window waiting to blend us into pina coladas and i am player two goobs but you gotta remember there's more to this guy than just being a lean, mean, luggage-lifting machine. And we have a a guest. We we have someone also joining us to go to this cabin. We have a player three. Please introduce yourself. Hey everybody, I'm uh, Adam. Uh, Adam Gumby on Twitter. The coolest guy in, in the cabin at the moment. Holy crap, you scared the heck out of me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we do a weekly video game review... And uh, this week, we're playing some horror video games to celebrate the Halloween season. Ooh, ghost and shit. That's right. And we're also part of the Somebody's Network. You're never alone. If you got somebody's, go check out all those shows on that network. Toby always forgets about that. Yeah, I do. And that's at Somebody's Net. At S-O-M-E-B-U-D-D-I-E-S-N-E-T on Instagram and Twitter. So... How about we uh let's just let's just start this game and uh start talking about it because there's a lot to talk about on this one, right? Oh yeah. Like four or five days worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh we're we're used to the more retro games that only take a handful of hours to beat. This one takes takes until dawn. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He said it. He said the title. <laughs> oh, that's why they call it that. Uh okay, so we we did play Until Dawn and this game was released August 2015. It was developed by Supermassive Games and it was published by Sony. 
Not just a clever name. Yeah. And uh, this game was exclusive for the PlayStation 4. It is a single-player action-adventure horror, almost movie-like survival game. (laughs) I would say survival point-and-click. Yeah, it it is point-and-click, except not the... Not like old school computer point and click. But you know what? I, I want to jump into one of my fun facts real quick. It almost was like that. It almost came out on the PlayStation 3, and it was going to be an exclusive game for the uh, PlayStation Move. So it could have been more point and click, because it was going to be a... Oh, really? Yeah, it was going to be like a, a first-person uh, survival game. So this could have been a completely different game than the one that we actually played. I'm kind of happy it wasn't like that, to be honest with you. Right. I mean, if you want to play that game, they made uh, Inpatient, which is the VR version, which is pretty much what the original PS3 version was going to be. And I still would say the PS4 Until Dawn is the best one of all of the games that they've made. Right. So let me uh, let me t- let me give you a little rundown of what's going on in this game. Give you a little story. Story time with Toby. Eight teenagers were partying at Washington Lodge on Blackwood Mountain in Alberta, Canada. After a bad prank, two sisters run out into the snow-filled mountains. Something's chasing them. They end up falling off of a cliff and go missing. Their bodies are never found. So, fast forward to one year later on the anniversary... The brother of the girls invites all the uh, the other remaining teenagers to come back to the mountain. There's lots of drama and sexual tension between all the teenagers, and uh, they all have attitudes. And they're already on edge because of the teenage drama. The brother of the girls reminds them that this is a time to have fun again, and that's why that they're up on the mountain again, to have fun and, and try to do something normal. As all this is happening, there's a man watching them from the woods. That sounds so much creepier than it is. <laughs> <laughs> As the story goes on, you also find out that there may be a killer on the loose. Is this the same man? Once the teenagers all split up in different directions, like you do in a horror movie, you learn that there also may be a monster on the mountain as well. And that's the story. That's kind of what you're uh, jumping into when you play this game. This game should take you anywhere from 8 to 13 hours to beat. That's a lie. Yeah, 100%. it takes about that. Uh, it took me about five and a half. Five and a half? Oh, like fucking pro gamer. Six most. <laughs> well, Jeez. like I told Goobs before, I wasn't going... I was literally just trying to play this because I played it before. I'm like, what is the worst ending I can get? And I'm like, let me just make <laughs> all the dumbest moves, the quickest decisions, don't think about it at all. And yet, yeah, I think about six hours if you want to quote-unquote speed run it <laughs> well okay so you made a good point um there is multiple endings there's multiple ways to play this game it's very heavily uh butterfly effect it's it's got a lot to do with the butterfly Yeah, effect. every choice you make has a different outcome for it there's like tons and tons of different endings and different outcomes to this game it's absolutely insane so throughout this game uh you got 10 chapters that you're going to play through and basically you're you're playing until dawn <laughs> so uh it's it's a very cin- cinematic game 
all the angles change when you move from one area to the other, which uh, that sometimes makes the controls feel weird. How, how do y'all feel about that? Like, I felt that was fine. Like sometimes when you're walking to the right and you go down, if you keep holding like the way you're walking, it will still go for a bit. Then you like casually just go over to the other way with very little interruption. Right. Yeah, it's not as bad as Resident Evil tank controls, but I can see what you're saying, Toby. It's a little like, oh, now my character's facing a complete opposite way of where I'm actually walking. <laughs> yeah, but it's very cinematic. Like, it's 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 really like a movie. Like, it's like a whole cut from a different angle. It's, I, I'm it's gonna, like you're playing a Stephen King movie. It's a lot of fun like that. Yeah, it's really interesting because I like these kind of games that are that are really movie-like. Like, I really enjoyed Heavy Rain. Like, if if I was going to say what this game is like, I would immediately say, well, it's kind of like Heavy Rain if you've ever played Heavy Rain. Or the Rest in Peace Telltale games, The Walking Dead and things yes. like that. Yeah. Let's dump a 40 for them. Oh, <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> Way to rest uh, our homies, man. Telltale was great. Uh, So, in this game... You're uh, you're you're trying to find clues. You're you're looking around. You're searching through stuff. That's why it takes me so long to play because I'm a scavenger and I like to find everything in every nook and cranny. So I take my time and I search everything. Yeah, there are a lot gotta of, find those totems, yeah, man. Say a lot of collectibles. Find out yeah, I got the totems. Got your pictures and stuff you can look at. Yeah. So the, let's talk about the totems for a second. So you find these little totem pieces and throughout the game and. It kind of gives you hints on what might happen, but I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure how the totems worked. Like, if you fill up one totem completely, is that like how your ending is? Or it shows it in the menu. I didn't look at it though. I just picked them up once in a while, turned them over, and just kept on going. Yeah, I just looked at them like, oh, that's gonna happen to me. If that doesn't happen, that's good. If that happens, that's bad. <laughs> if that happens, that's good. Yeah, it shows you pretty much all the the choices you should and shouldn't make, but it doesn't tell you when it's going to happen and what is the correct choice. It just kind of gives you a small little hint. But I, I didn't know if there was if something changed within the story if if you completed one of the totems or because there's like five or six different totems that you can collect for, and uh, it always seemed like I I always collected the death totem somehow. <laughs> So like it always like paranoid me like oh god all my all my characters are gonna die because you will lose your characters if you're not careful. Yeah, you got you got to be uh, vigilant and you got to stay awake until dawn so your characters don't die. Your fingers got to be quick and fast and don't fucking move, please for the love of God don't fucking move. Or I'll touch upon that when we get the controls. Let's touch on the uh, the quick action buttons because there's a lot of quick action quick buttons. Quick time events. T- quick time events. I always call them quick action. I don't know why. Whatever. Anyways. Because you're used to quick action drawing in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, so you you've got to you've got to be quick. Sometimes uh, once action scenes start, you may have to hit X. You may have to. Uh, move the the left joystick over to something to shoot a gun or whatever and do it as quickly as possible or throw a snowball at some points in the game. <laughs> what do you mean by throwing a snowball, Toby? <laughs> hey, you get in a snowball fight that becomes uh, uh, very, very sexual. 
very quickly. Shit happens. <laughs> There's two different meanings from Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. But yeah, this uh, this game's full of uh, horny teenagers. Let's just put that out there. They're, they're all 18, 19-year-old horny teenagers. It's just, it's your typical horror movie. You know, there, there's a lot of the horror movie tropes in this game. But tell us about what you were talking about with uh, staying still. Yeah, so the whole don't move thing. Like, the controller, I guess we'll touch on that right now. The whole, they use every aspect of the PlayStation 4 controller in an absolutely beautiful way. Like sometimes you gotta like light a match or use a lighter or something. You gotta wipe your finger across the touch screen. Or not the touch screen, the little, what the fuck, touchpad? Yeah, touch Is that yeah. called touch? Yeah. You gotta rub your finger across that, like to change pages of the book. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And the controller will make noises at you when it's time for a quick time event. Like, ching, 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 ching. It's like, oh, crap, man, my heart's beating so hard right now because I know this shit's coming. If I miss it, someone's going to die, probably. And then you get those moments that's the absolute most anxiety-ridden moments in this fucking game where it says, don't move. And you have to sit there. I hold my fucking breath, (laughs) hold the controller in my hand, and try not to move my hardest. Some points I remembered where it was coming up, so I left that motherfucker on the ground to save my heart a couple years because <laughs> I knew it was coming. But, like, I don't know because I'm a very anxious person as it is, and I really don't like those moments, but they really add to the tension of the game. Like, I understand why it's there, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of beautiful the way they do that. It's just, okay, you're waiting for something to come around the corner, you gotta hide. Well, if you fucking move your hand just a little bit, you're fucked. So you you got to stay still. Yeah, the controller can sense it. And uh, it's funny because I tried that technique of setting the remote down on the table too. And it'll vibrate. So you got to be careful. It'll vibrate because you're, you're scared. That's why you put it on a pillow, man. Well, I started playing with the remote always in my lap because I didn't know the first my first playthrough. I didn't know when stuff was going to happen. So it was always sitting in my lap. And so I was always playing this game real awkwardly. Just so when those moments. Came so you up, cheated just like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did not try to see if my hand was steady enough to, to do these parts. So I I could it. get it as. I, I didn't set it off once. I'm proud of myself on this playthrough. I did on my first playthrough. That's why I was like, oh, I'm not fucking that up again. <laughs> How did you cheat, Adam? <laughs> yeah, like, I just knew from the first time where to put it down. Yeah, you just lay on your lap or you put it somewhere where the vibration isn't going to mess it up. Um, right. Yeah, you just got to know That's, what's coming up. In my first playthrough, like I said, I put it on a table to because I, I, I had it happen once. So I set it on the table and it just started going, and then it, it obviously <laughs> shook my remote, and I lost that one as well. It's like it knows you're cheating. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, you're going to try to cheat right here? Nah. <laughs> so, we should touch on this, because this is really important. Sometimes not making a choice or doing an action is a choice. Is the best choice. Yes, like sometimes uh, stuff will happen to where you might have two options and you're like oh god oh god which one should i pick and sometimes it's okay just to not do anything but it's a gamble anything you do in this game is a gamble so you have to oh definitely is the whole butterfly effect people's lives are on the line here yeah. canadians 
and some very very attractive uh uh ladies are in this and you don't want them to pass at all perish <laughs> uh well you know what let's let's talk about some of the characters because this oh, is just one thing quickly as we're talking about choices or not choices this is not a spoiler in any way shape or form but i really got excited to say during a, like a whole big like scene we're running around and all this stuff and there's one part where a dog pops up at you or a wolf or whatever whatever the hell it is and i don't like herding animals so <laughs> it's just like but i almost did but i pulled my finger away the last second almost punched a dog in the face <laughs> and almost did the same thing to a deer like I always stop myself because you're like frantic. You're thinking like you're gonna die right now. So I'm like, no, I can't do that. Right. You don't know if it's the serial killer or maybe a monster. There's a lot of jump scares in this game. You're gonna jump. Oh fuck yeah! They're gonna get you. I got good the other night. They're gonna get you with some cheap ass jump scares. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I'm gonna say this game is 99.9% jump scares. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) put some depends on folks when you're about to play (laughs) there's a lot of tension in this game but yeah the majority of the scares in this game come from shit just popping out at you or jumping out of the woods and and then it's just a deer and you're like son of a bitch it got me it only got me once but that one time dude (laughs) it was not a fun fun time at all it's just like i was shook after that like fuck why the fuck did i let this happen to me now quick thing i'll ask you guys because the game is a lot of jump scares. There's some good ones in there, and there's some ones you can see coming a mile away. There are maybe two or three in the game. There's no spoilers. But it's like when you're looking through either a telescope or maybe a scope of a rifle, and something will pop up, and then the characters completely turn around and act like nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no sell it like Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> the first one they react to, and then the other ones, they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, um, we're just going to, like... Is no one going to give that any attention, or what's going on? Yeah, so they're, lo- they're looking to find the cabin or something, and uh, Mike and Jess, and like you see something pop across, and they just like, okay, well, let's just yeah, keep no going. No explanation for what it is. It doesn't, like, I don't know what it is, and they're just like, okay, well, I'm scared. Have a nice day. I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, they, let's go fucking throw snowballs. They don't care about any of the noises they hear. They don't care about anything that is actually, like, if it was me in the situation, I'd be terrified being like, what the fuck was that? Did you see that? We're not, we're going back to the the big house. We're not going to this little see, cabin. the thing you guys don't understand is they're Canadian. Everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't worry about things up here. I guess so. <laughs> but we do all the time. <laughs> you, you just worry and say sorry about it. Yeah, sorry, eh? and now every Canadian's fucking high as a kite, so it's going to be even less like caring. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, what I was wanting to touch on a second ago was like the 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 acting power that's in this game. Like, there's some uh, I, I would call them stars. I've, there's a couple of uh, uh, voice actors that are in this. Save that, the cheerleader, save the world, man. Yeah, the chick from uh, Heroes is in it. And uh, she's also in Nashville. I only know that because Kristen, my girlfriend, loves that show. Yep. And I like watching her in that show. It's a good show. So I'll watch that show with her. <laughs> I'm defending myself. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then uh, the guy that plays in Mr. Robot, he's uh, the the older brother. Of, of he's going to be sisters. Freddie Mercury, too, man. Oh, yeah. That looks good, by the way. Just side note, 
that looks good. But yeah, so I like those two actors a lot. So I, my first playthrough, I was like, holy crap, this is great. Because, you know, it's like watching a, a TV series or a, or a movie, a really, really long movie with, with some of these characters that you like, possibly like. And a bunch you don't. <laughs> there's there's a there's one in particular, but I think it's just the character. I just did not like the character. Emily is uh, that the bitch? You're talking about Jessica? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Jessica's she's a, she's funny. I think her character's funny. She's slutty, right? That's yeah, the slutty that's one. Slut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the one that's. We'll break down the characters in a second. We'll go through. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like her so much. Um. But uh, what about the psychiatrist? Because in between chapters, you... Oh, man, big part of the game. Yeah, you go to the psychiatrist, and he asks you a bunch of questions, and, and you have a book. Like, it's you, you pick one or the other. Like, what are you afraid of, snakes or rats? And you have to pick one. And I don't know exactly what it changes in the game, but I'm sure it does change a little bit. Like, guts or needles. I got stabbed with a needle at some point. See, and that's what I thought, because uh, in one of my playthroughs, because I, I, I started thinking, because I'm deathly afraid of snakes, and I was like, I'm not picking snakes, because I feel like snakes are going to be a part of this game. So I would pick rats, and I would see rats throughout the game. So. <laughs> You're such a baby, man. You pick <laughs> snakes. No. It tells you, you got to be honest, man. You're playing uh, the game. <laughs> there would be some of the choices I'd me- I'd make, and he'd be like, that doesn't match what you were picking earlier. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're contradicting yourself. Or he'd say something along those lines. And I was like, oh, you caught me. I just don't want to be scared. You know, I think it gives you a couple jump scares. I I did pick snakes. And I don't believe outside of the psychiatrist thing that there's any snakes. But I picked, I think, crows or ravens or something. And then those did pop up in my game. And there was no rats. So maybe... Yeah, it'll change it based mm-hmm. on what you do say. Because I don't remember any rats, but I do remember a crow scare. I remember, I feel like I remember several several different scenes with rats in it. But I don't know. I can't, I just know he's asking you questions. And each time you go, like I said, it's after each chapter, you go and you, you can't see who you are. You just see the psychiatrist, you're sitting behind his desk, and he's talking. It's like a one-on-one you. personal interview. It really gets intense at some points. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre, and uh, every time you come back, it's like his office is deteriorating a little bit more, and it gets really weird, and it looks like it's a rundown uh, building or something that he's in a- a- eventually, and it gets really weird. But there's there's reason for it, and I'm not going to spoil it. But there's there's might be reason for it, and we'll talk about it later to not spoil anything yeah. as of right now. And that guy, by the way, has, I think he's the best looking or best animated character in the game. He looks the best out of everybody, for sure. Uh, he's a handsome fella. I mean, well, he's... I'm talking about in the game, not like he's the most attractive, <laughs> but I know what you're saying. <laughs> no, yeah, he does. This whole game looks beautiful. Like, his scenes are, are terrifying because they look realistic. The first, like, playthrough I've ever did was just like, well, what's going on right now? It's just like real life because... This guy's talking to me personally, like, are you ready to play this game and everything like that? So, like, breaking the fourth wall. And then you're making all these choices, like, okay, if, if what I just picked now fucks me up later, I'm going to be really upset with myself. <laughs> um, 
let, let's talk more about the characters. Uh, which characters did you like, and which characters did you dislike the most? Adam, go ahead, buddy. Uh, who did I like? I liked. I like pretty much all the characters. I like Josh because he is the dude from Mr. Robot. Um. Okay. Yeah, my favorite character is it's probably Mike. Um, for the simple fact that he might have the best dialogue in the game. Like, his one-liners are definitely, like, 1980s horror corniness. Like, at one point, he says, fuck nuggets. Oh! Fuck nuggets. And I was like, <laughs> alright, this guy's amazing. Um, my least favorite... Yeah, the, it's really heartwarming to hear fuck nuggets oh, in the game. So he says so <laughs> many corny lines. Like, the first two hours, three hours of the game, it's like, okay, dude, right, whatever. Um, my least favorite is probably Jessica. I don't like her. Ah, oh. like I don't hate her, but she's with Mike, man. He's with she's with your I boy. Know, so I'm just like I don't like. She's just I understand that Toby brought up Emily earlier, but I feel the way that he feels about Emily. That's how I feel about Jessica. I like everybody. Else. I just I just feel like Emily is needy, and she's she's that that chick that expects everything to be handed to her, and I just I hate people like that. So, yeah, I gotta... Go get my bags, Matt. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, Matt, stand up for yourself. Just tell her to fuck off. Yeah, I want to like Matt more. I do like Matt, but I don't feel he gets as much screen time as some other people, and he wears sweatpants on a mountain, so that doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> but I think Matt and Mike are probably, yeah, my, my top two. Right. Who do you got, Goobs? Because I kind of already said Mr. Robot and Nashville were my favorites, and... I'm all about Chris, man. I love Chris. He's he seems like someone I would hang out with. This seems like a a decent dude. Like I don't, he's into guns a little too much, but <laughs> or so he thinks. But uh, otherwise than that, he's you know he's just like the shy guy. He, he's there with his crush, and he can't really like make the move or anything. He's stuck in the friend zone, and yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoy him. And you have to make a fucked up decision. Yes, you do, as Chris. As Chris. Like, that's probably the, one of the most fucked up decisions in that game. And uh, no spoilers, but it, I freaked out when I was playing the game. I, I couldn't figure what out. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah, I panicked so bad during that part. And uh, if you play the game, you know, if you've played the game, you know exactly what part I'm talking about. Oh, I hate Emily, just like you. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. It, it, to, this happened accidentally because I'm trying to save everyone. I, I want to save everyone. But in my first playthrough, she died. <laughs> she died. And I I w didn't feel real bad because I was like, eh. I didn't like her anyway. <laughs> so I don't know if that's terrible or if that's like, okay, you're playing a video game. So it's not as bad sounding. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she died in my first playthrough. You want me to give you some fun facts on this game? Let's hear some fun facts with Adam! Yeah, I was going to absolutely steal Toby's uh, thunder here, but his fun fact was the one fun fact that he brought about what it originally was and released it on PS3, so I, oh, I'm out of fun facts. Damn it! Yeah, he screwed <laughs> you know, me. He I screwed was, me. We had this whole thing to fucking take over the, <laughs> and fuck you over. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I usually hate jumping ahead, but I thought that was really interesting. So I wanted to bring it up uh, because we had talked about kind of like a point and click where it could have been more like that. So I, I'm sorry I ruined 
I, I'm the butterfly effect. I ruined your joke because of a choice I made earlier. Oh, Adam Gumby or Adam is off the show now. <laughs> yeah, just just go ahead and impale me on a spike. It's all good. You can just get me on the second playthrough. <laughs> okay, so uh, some of the fun facts I have are there were extra chapters for people who pre-ordered this game, and it features Matt and Emily's story. So there's a little bit more oh, there. Sex. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They made it sound like there might have been a, another person up on the mountain, from what I was reading. But I never. I didn't look real hard for any gameplay of it because I was like, "Well, I'm not going to play it, so I don't care." Yeah, it's probably like ten minutes of them walking somewhere, and it means nothing at all. That's my guess. Yeah, if it's a pre-order bonus. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. Hey, it, look at totem. Yeah, shows us breaking up. Oh shit. <laughs> well, I don't think it could be that big of a deal because they didn't even include it. it you know it didn't obviously it didn't change the story otherwise they would have had to include it right so yeah i don't know anyways um in the screening room there are real movie posters produced by larry fessenden i don't know his name he's the voice actor of the guy in the woods so some of his actual movie uh, posters are up in the screening room, which is kind of oh, cool. cool. Yeah. This might be a little bit spoilery. It's spoilery a little bit. But Josh has no happy ending. And I'll explain more when we get to our spoiler part of this episode, which we've never had before. But yeah, Josh has no happy ending. So, yeah. That's a sad life. That's sad Everyone life. needs a happy ending. Yep. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh, Adam had talked about The Inpatient. It's actually a prequel to this game, and it happens 60 years before the events of Until Dawn. So you in the asylum at that point? Yes. Or? yes. In the sanatorium. It's, uh, oh. It's I might actually, have to look into that, because that's pretty cool. It's a VR exclusive, though. You have to have VR. So. Fuck, man. That's like $500 up here in Canada. Yeah. Um, Our Monopoly money, damn it. <laughs> All the death scenes were censored in Japan, and uh, I guess it was due to the graphic violence, which is so weird to me, because... I've seen some Japan horror movies, and they're absolutely fucked up. Right, so that's why I was like, what? That don't make no sense. But yeah, so they, they had to censor some of the, the death people scenes. People that brought us fucking tent or tentacle porn <laughs> were censoring fucking Until Dawn. Right. And then there, there's another game on the VR called Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. It's a rail shooter, and it's like it's it's like you're at a spooky carnival, and spooky. The the psychiatrist is like the uh, what are they called? The Barkers? The uh, what are they called? Carnies. The Carney Barkers. Whatever they're called. Yeah. Bob Barkers. Bob Barker. <laughs> Get your pet spayed or shot. <laughs> spayed or neutered. Well, no, because it's a horror thing, oh. so I was trying to be creepy. Ah, oh, gotcha. It's spooky! <laughs> uh, yeah, so I actually own the Rush of Blood. Don't shoot your pets, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Secret Levels does not want you to do that. <laughs> uh, the Rush of Blood's actually pretty good. Um, it's I've never beat it. But it's something like at family get-togethers, I'm like, hey, put this on. Because there are some jump scares in that just as well. It doesn't necessarily have exactly to do with the the main Until Dawn title or storyline. 
Uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like someone's hallucinations. That's the best way I can say it without spoiling anything. But it's really fun. It's it's really gross. <laughs> There's a lot of blood and gore in it, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you gotta have a VR though. That's the only downfall. But that's that's all my fun facts. You know what it's time for? What is it time for? It's time to rage. Okay, uh, so this is our rage meter. We give a 1 to 10 rating on how pissed off this game makes you, how frustrated you get playing this, or how terrified in this uh, this video game. So, who wants to go first? I, I'll go first. All Why right. the hell not? Alright. You're the first uh, to die? Play this, yeah. <laughs> Might as well... I'm the I'm token podcaster, first <laughs> out there, first to die. Because you're toking? Well, it's legal up here, so I can say that. <laughs> so, okay, so what do you? What kind of uh, rage meter did this game give you? Ah, uh, I will give it a solid six point five. Sometimes, no, fuck that, seven point five. For the whole <laughs> don't move thing. The don't move thing. <laughs> that really, like, it really got my heart beating. Like I said before, I do not like that at all. But like, I understand it makes sense to have in the game like this. You're playing a horror game. You want to be a part of the experience. But maybe I don't want to be. I fucking hate haunted houses. <laughs> I have once punched a person in the face who touched me in a haunted house, and it turned out to be a woman dressed as a werewolf. I felt bad afterwards, <laughs> but she touched me. You're not supposed to touch people in haunted houses, because I get tense in tense situations. <laughs> and I had someone at work scare me the other day. I almost gave him a back fist, because you don't scare me. I don't like it. I don't like standing still. I don't like not moving. I'm always moving in some sort of way. And that game made me like go right back there. Fucking eight point five. I'm just I'm raging right now just talking about it. I think you need to I, see, I don't like that. You need to see Doctor Hill, my guy. Like, what is going on over here? <laughs> What's and scarier, that, someone grabbing you or a snake? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on where, sir. Someone grabbing my snake. That's scary. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. <laughs> So that's my rage meter, yeah. Your decisions, like the fast-paced action things get you going, too. Like, I don't know why I enjoy this game so much. It puts me in a fucking panic attack <laughs> when I'm playing it, but I really do enjoy it. So you said, did you settle on 7.5 or 8.5? 8.5. Okay. I, I put it up there just because of those situations I put myself in. I'll, I'll go next and, and make uh, Adam put him on the spot to go last. So... I'm going to agree, well, I'm going to agree with your original rating, which is a 6.5. Here's here's some of my issues with this game. All the pointless walking that you do. I understand it's a big mountain and you need that feel, but there is so much just boring, slow-paced walking. And it would make Did you enjoy s- Lord of the Rings? No, no. Okay, I, I was going to say, if you did... Well, fuck you, because there's much more walking in that. <laughs> no, I, it's... It, like I said, this is a very cinematic game. It's like a movie. It's it's exactly like a movie, except in movies, they cut out this boring walking part, and they just show you a little, you know, when the important things are happening. 
you get every bit of the boring stuff. I'm surprised you don't have to have your character stop and take a piss or something every once in a while because you That'd have to... That'd be fucking great. You have to touch the touchpad to unzip your zipper <laughs> <laughs> and then like push R up to fucking whip your dick out. <laughs> Hold R2 to take a piss. <laughs> but yeah, so the boring walking, the damn jump scares, and just the anxiety this game would give you to, to make choices. You know what? I'll bump up to a 7.5 just because of the anxiety of this game. <laughs> you did a goobs! <laughs> this game gave me a little more anxiety than than uh, I originally thought it would. E- even on a second playthrough, because I'd be like, oh god, oh god, what do I do, what do I do? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to settle with a 7.5 just out of frustration and anxiety. W- what do you got, Adam? Well, I'm uh, not with you guys at all. This is like, talking about probably like a 4 for me. Like it... Mm. The the game's not difficult, really. And, and maybe it's go the way I was playing, because I was not trying to find every collectible. You're right, it is a lot of walking, which can be boring, but you can... Uh, is it an L1 makes you walk a little quicker? A little... A little, a little bit. quicker, yes. A little quicker. Yeah. I mean, I was able to beat the game in a decent time, and yeah, there are jump scares, but I found them mostly enjoyable, or, you know, I saw it coming. Um... So yeah, I wasn't like ever upset at the game. Uh, I wasn't super anxious. Yeah, the holding stuff still that 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 gets me anxious just because you're just waiting to get murdered immediately. But <laughs> my heart was beating fast for the whole past like fucking two and a half hours of the game. It was like, okay, this needs to stop now. Yeah, people did bring it up in reviews, but yeah, like the second half of the game is paced way different than the first, and it's just like, yes. hey, finish this game up real quick. But I mean, once shit really hits the fan, it does speed up a little bit. I gotta, I gotta point that out. You're, you're right. You know when your character starts fucking running, you gotta start hitting buttons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As soon as your character starts moving fa- faster than that walking pace, you're hitting some kind of quick button. And I'm gonna pull a reverse U two, and I'm gonna go down from a four to a three point five. Oh! Oh! I don't think anyone's ever gone down yet. So, <laughs> speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, the parts that would be anxious, I, I found it's a horror game. That's stuff's enjoyable. So, right. you get to know what you're getting yourself into. But yeah, the slow walking, it's kind of dumb, but not enough to me make me rage out or anything. I just, I, I would get bored. That's that's my, my defense on that, is I would get bored, like, oh, they're just talking back and forth and flirting and wanting to get to that cabin to fuck. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. But then he says fuck I'm going to do nuggets. something that's never been done on the show before. <laughs> yeah, but he does say fuck After nuggets. my review. Oh, he says fuck nuggets, and it makes it all better, man. <laughs> 7.5. Bring it back down. <laughs> there you go. You talked him down. Uh <laughs> Okay, so how about we move on to our overall rating, a 1 to 10. How do you feel about the game? Uh, Adam, you should go first. I'm, uh, let's see. I do find the story pretty enjoyable. I like the, the scary stuff. Um, but yeah, the gameplay is pretty simple. I'm going to say, I'm going to settle on like a 7.5. I think if you like horror, it's a must play. If you don't, Fucking decent. if you don't like whatever, maybe skip it. But I mean, it's so cheap at this point. If you like horror at all, I'd say check it out. You know, I picked this game up. It's normally on sale for like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, or even less sometimes. Hell, it was free on uh, PlayStation Plus a couple months ago. So Yeah, so if you have it in your library, if you're interested, play it. Yeah. 
what, what do you got, Goobs? Well, I want to touch on one thing quickly before we get into the rest of it. We didn't talk about the audio of this game. And it's splendid. It makes you feel like you're in the fucking situation right now. It's nice and tranquil at times. Intense at times. And just beautiful masterpiece. I'm going to go with Adam here and give it a 7.5. Hmm. Just great. I enjoyed this game. I played it probably about five or six times through all the way before. And this time I had just as much fun. And I made some different choices than I had before. And I got Jenny Bean to play with me for the first through to get me through the first bit. I'm like, because I really hate the beginning of the game after playing it so many times. I'm like, let's see what you do this time. She always watched me play, so I reversed the rules as we do on the weekends, as you heard on the show before. (laughs) So she's going to love that joke again. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, no, it's a. I really enjoy this game. Like, as Adam said, I fucking hate how people go before me. Damn you, Adam! <laughs> He's also a goddamn heel and derail wrestling. Go check that out, too. <laughs> Good one at that. But yeah, Toby, it's up to you, sir. What's your rating? Man, I'm. I was gonna give it an eight. Uh, I think this game's beautiful. I, I love horror. I love horror games. I love horror movies. Uh, I feel like this is a cool throwback to early horror movies because it's got all the the tropes that you're looking for. It's got twists. It's a lot of fun. Again, it, it looks. So it looks, playing a good M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, it really is. And that again, it's like a movie. It looks good. It's got great um, uh, voice actors. It's got like you were talking about the sound. It's it. There's no music really, but it's yeah. You feel like you're right there in the shit, and uh, it's very suspenseful. I don't know. I like it, so I'm giving it a, an eight. And I recommend if you have a PlayStation Four, try it out. It's a it's a good. It's definitely a good game to play in the winter. I feel like because I feel like that'll really put you. It'll it'll put you in the mood. To be terrified because you're cold. You're playing a cold game. Someone to put you in the mood. You yeah. get until dawn. Dial up one eight hundred secret transmission, <laughs> and then Satan will answer your call. <laughs> you know, and another point I want to make real quick on this. Um, this is a game that I tried to get my girlfriend to play, and and she did play a little bit of it, and I was enjoying just watching her make choices. Like it's it's fun enough to just watch someone play. And, and that's not usually something I want to do with a video game is watch other people play. No, give me the controller now. Yeah, yeah. Play. but this one's so cool because it is like a movie and it's it's really interesting to see what other people's choices are. So it's something that if you've already played it, you can let someone else play and just see what they do. And don't tell them anything. Just let them make their own choices. And then, and then you can tell them, you fucked up. You fucked up right there. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, we played this game... Uh... At like a lodge, like near a lake, like the little kind of garage thing had TV in it. We threw it in there, like start a storm and everything. Totally added to the atmosphere. And the person that was there had to leave because they were too scared. <laughs> I could see it. So can someone walk us, walk me back up to the thing? <laughs> no, we're too busy playing this right now. Good luck. See ya. So. Here's where we should talk about some of the spoilers. So now that we've talked about the entire game spoiler free, 
let's talk about some spoilers and the air stuff raid that, sirens. Yeah. So if you don't want to be spoiled on this game, do not listen to this part starting now. Anything you guys want to talk about that was a fun part of the game that's obviously spoiler heavy? Uh, I've got a couple. Do not put your hand in the fucking box. <laughs> Hand in the box. What part is this? <laughs> uh, when you're in the uh, uh, institute thing, the asylum, uh, you, there's this trap. Oh, and, yeah, with the hand coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you put your hand in it, and it it's like a bear trap, a bear and thing. it traps your hand. But if you do, just keep trying to use your pocket knife and open it because it will open. You do not. Have, like, you do not have like to lose me a finger. Share to Ripken and chop your fucking finger off, or. No. <laughs> <laughs> he lost a toe, but I ch- I took my fingers for him. Like for Ripken, <laughs> you do not have to do that. See, if you just there's some of the choices in the game. If you just keep doing them, it'll eventually work. And that's what I did because I was like, I'm not losing a digit. Because in real life, I'm terrified of losing a digit. I'm I'm terrified of it. So I just kept on. Um, what was one of the scariest jump scares to you guys? Hmm. Like we said earlier, anytime you're looking down the scope of something and then something just pops up immediately. Right. That one was pretty scary. It's just, it's just, and then the thing with the ghost, like the cardboard ghost or whatever. Cause like when you open that door, I'm like, watch, she's going to fucking pop up. But it's, she gets so close to the screen. So in real life, she's two inches from your face. <laughs> and then she's gone, like, oh, keep on walking. I'm like, this fucking ghost was two inches from your face. What is going on right now? Ghost. The the part where we were talking about with uh where you have to make the choice with uh is it Matt that you're making the the hard choice with? Oh, you shoot shoot somebody. Chris. Oh, Chris, Chris, yeah, Chris. Where you the saw blades are coming at the two yes, characters tied. Sam and Josh. Yeah, that's right. And you have to pick one. No matter what you pick, right there. Josh. Josh it, yeah, it always kills Josh, even though it doesn't kill him. Uh. Yeah. I loved all that because there's two plots going on in this game, and I think that's great. You got the the monsters, the Wendigo, and then you've got the serial it's killer. Kind of three because you think you're the Wendigo. There's a serial the killer, psycho, and the stranger. Well, yeah. you kind of think the stranger is the one that's the serial killer. That's what they're trying to make you believe the whole time. So yeah. you're not. Yeah, I never got those two like uh, misconstrued because I always saw. The guy in the mask, and then I got the guy in the with the flamethrower. I never put those two together. See, I always thought they were working together. In my first playthrough, I was like, these fuckers are working together. One of them's changing into a monster or something, or trying to scare the, Scooby-Doo scare these kids. Like, I didn't really know that there was going to be Wendigos in this game, which was super cool to find out. Yeah, the Wendigos are the actual twist and interesting thing because yeah like especially if you beat the game once you know that josh is the psycho it's just like i'm not even worried about the psycho yeah because i know yeah, no fuck josh. him he's not gonna hurt me <laughs> yeah i'm worried about those motherfucking windigos they're gonna win to go from a throat <laughs> yeah so josh no matter what you do he doesn't have a happy ending like i was saying earlier if uh you if there's something where you can save him a little bit so there's a part where the Wendigo has him and the Wendigo crushes his head and kills him. Yeah. But then there's also the ending to where Josh survives and he's becoming a Wendigo. Yeah, and like then when the police show up, like he's a Wendigo and like attacks him or something. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's so much cool stuff to this game. I, I really enjoyed the lore of the Wendigo in this particular story because 
it, Wendigo is one of those creatures that has a lot of different lore. So this one was really cool. It, it's always usually tied to Native Americans and stuff. But just like how everything happened in this uh, particular story, I, I really liked. So Did you notice when you're in the cabin with Mike and Jess that if you go to pick up the Native American lore book and try to look at it, she immediately makes you stop and drop it and come talk to her? Oh, I didn't notice that. That's funny. You pick it up. She's like, hey, come back over here. It's crazy how many hints and stuff there are through the entire game. of uh, there Because uh, Josh has planted all kinds of... Uh, things for the serial killer throughout the game like there's the message on the answering machine uh on the on the ski lift thing that takes you up to the mountain yeah he uh there's a flyer for the serial killer or on um, on the loose or something like that you know some kind of flyer yeah. so there's all kinds of little hints and stuff that to throw you off but then there's also hints that are like hey something spooky and supernatural is happening out here so it's it's really cool. I think there's a... Did you see the deer, wherever the fuck it is, that throws all slashed up? Huh? It's definitely oh, not yeah, from any other you, animal. Yeah, whenever you touch it, and then like the head just falls off, and then it grabs the body. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, the, my only thing through this throughout this game is... Why the fuck did they have to... When uh, uh, Jess and the guy, when they're, when they're going to the cabin... Why or do they decide it's a go good... through the mines? Yeah, I mean that's what me and Jen were saying. Like, why the fuck? Like, why would your friend send you through fucking all this shit? Go through these mines, like risk your life to go fuck. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, Just and, go fuck upstairs. And then remember, if you remember, Jess can't push the the mine cart out out of the way. She has to squeeze through between it. But then 5 seconds later, a a cart just gets pushed at them and they have to dodge it. But it's That's from a Wendigo. Yeah, That's but Wendigo. but they don't even get scared. They're like they're just like, "Oh, this cart just started moving." But she couldn't push it a minute ago. So they're not just going to move on their own. It's probably been it's called st- tension building, Toby. I know, but they tension just act building. like they're just like, huh, that's weird. And they just keep walking and don't even question anything like these yeah, teenagers, I mean, teenagers do. They're stupid yeah, after, as shit. After the deer just destroyed and something grabs its body and drags it into the forest and they're all freaked out. And then, you know, they go in the cabin about to have sex. She just runs outside and yells at people. And then <laughs> it's like you were literally getting chased. You're terrified. Something threw your phone through the window. And she's just like, hey, come get me, son of a bitch. I'm like, are you what? <laughs> Yeah. Did, did y'all uh, did y'all get just don't to st- tread on me? <laughs> did y'all get just to uh, strip? No, I don't. Think- you, I you got can- her to start having getting well, down, but she didn't actually finish. You can get her to where she's like in her bra and panties. Apparently, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I never got her, but I I did see some video play where she was just in a bra, and I was like. How the hell that happened? I don't remember that. <laughs> so there's a there's Pick a way up to the wrong too, man. Yeah, yeah, I made the wrong choices and didn't. I wasn't able to talk her <laughs> out of her clothes. But the- now, when we were talking about um, the choice you had to make with Chris, I thought you guys were talking about the one with the gun, where you have to choose to shoot you or Ash. Yeah, I and for- if you shoot Ash, he lets you get murdered by the Wendigo. Yeah, see, I forgot about that one too. There's a lot of hard choices in this game. There really is. Um, and the one I want to know is. Can you keep Matt alive? Because I kept trying to help uh, Emily out. And I'm pretty sure that's what leads to his death is if you keep trying to help her. I tried to save Emily with Matt and I ended up fucking getting my mouth like stuck through a hook. 
Yeah, so I'm wondering if you're so like upset. Walker and Lever if he lives. I'm wondering if that's how that works. He, yeah, I think. Who see now? I think that he died too in my playthrough because I rem- I vaguely remember him getting killed like that. He gets like put on a put up on a hook. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I do remember. But there's that. a way to beat the game with everyone alive except for Josh, who all has to turn has to die or turn into a Wendigo. But there's a way to get everyone alive. See, and I, I want to play it all the way through just like that to see what that ending is, and then. I want to play it to where everyone dies. I wonder if well, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was doing pretty good till I got to the end of my game. I had five survivors. I'm like, I lost a couple because of fumbles here or there. Because, you know, quick time events, my nerves, people are going to fucking die. And so I get to the end and I'm like, hey, look, flip the light bulb on. So I remember the last playthrough, you had to turn the light bulb on to blow people up and kill the Wendigos. Okay. Well, speaking of blow people up, I did just that. <laughs> I, saved, I had five survivors that turned into two, just like <laughs> lickety split. Who lived in yours? Uh, Chris and uh, what's her name? Sam. Sam. I think Sam always lives. Or I guess you can't kill her. Yeah, for me it was Sam and Emily because it was just Sam, Emily, and Mike Emily left. Emily didn't get bitten in yours? She got bitten, but at the end she was still alive. She was in the house being perfectly still. Oh, yeah, mine was too. She got bit in mine too, and she was fine. Like she's in the oh, little. Oh no, she died in mine. She's in Thank the t- interrogation room at the very end, I think. So, it's a good game. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, what's your guys' favorite death of the ones that you saw? Hmm. Oh, I like Jess's. That was she getting her fucking like face ripped off and throat like hanging out. Oh, see, that I was did... a pretty good one. And then she falls down the thing. Yeah, a whole bunch of shit happens to her. Oh, I don't know. My, hers wasn't that bad in mine. <laughs> mine was um, when you're playing as Ashley, and it's, the group's like, hey, catch up to us, and you hear a voice. Of course, you would never hear follow the voice in real life, but if you follow the voice, you go over there, and there's a floorboard with a latch on it, and you open it up, and then a window immediately grabs her and cuts her head off. And it's just like the most rid- – it's like this is the stupidest decision. She hears a voice – goes into a deep, dark tunnel by herself and opens this clearly, like, do not open this thing up. And then she just gets murdered immediately. I'm like, you deserve it. You deserve it. She was just with Mike, like, just, like, after she got, like, pulled out of the cabin pretty much on my playthrough. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Even though it wasn't a real death, Josh's death, when he gets chopped up by that blade messed me up before i realized yeah. you know before you find out like you know because that's like some saw shit well obviously there's a saw but you were close yeah <laughs> 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 yeah no it, it uh that one was pretty wicked for it ended up being fake so yeah because i was like how did he fake this because like this shit looks really really convincing yeah and then when he shows See it that all, motherfucker just puts his head in like a stuffed dummy full of guys like you cocksucker yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I I, I really. But he fucking wigs out later on, man. The fucking whole pig scene. Oh, yeah. So that's a uh, spoiler for. Uh, here's an extra spoiler for that uh, Russia Blood game. I'm pretty sure it's from Josh's psyche. Like the whole game. Like I said, it's a rail shooter, but everything is like because you're you're talking to the psychiatrist and you're you're seeing his sisters, you're seeing the Wendigos, you're seeing the. Uh, that character he comes up with, the killer, and yeah, like, psycho. Mm-hmm. yeah, the psycho, and uh, so that's what the whole game is about. And like, he kind of starts having like mental breaks, and sometimes you're upside down in the game, like the rails go upside down, or the walls start closing in on you, or it's it's got to be. That's what I think it is. I don't know, 
but it's it's all his psyche and stuff. Yeah, he's certified crazy because Doctor Hill's not even real. It's just in his mind completely. Yes, it's not even there. Yeah. Um, it's like nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Doctor Hill. Finish him. Uh, yeah. So let's uh plug social media or whatever. Whatever everyone wants to plug. Adam, why don't you plug us first? Well, I'll plug you guys up real nice and tight. No, the only <laughs> thing for me is... Um, you fit in just well. <laughs> it's in just like a glove. Uh, for me, just follow me on Twitter at Adam Gumby. That's a stream once in a while. That's where I do all my little anecdotes. I'm, I'm a Twitter whore like Toby, so Adam <laughs> Gumby is the place to be. Awesome. Uh, Goobs. Toby, why don't you go right ahead right now? Well, I, I certainly will. Uh, you can check out my other show, The Secret Transmission Podcast. And uh, we talk about spooky stuff like cryptids, like conspiracies, ghosts, UFOs, anything weird and unusual. And in fact, we are going to be doing a Wendigo episode very soon. Because of this game. So be on the lookout for that if you want to learn about some Wendigos. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. And our show is available on all the major podcasting platforms. Please tell us about your stuff, Goobs. Well, everyone knows I am Goobs. And I am now officially on Instagram. Air horns, throw air horns in there. Bow, I need bow. lots of air horns and gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GoobsWN or GoobsWN on Instagram. I'm not sure how that works yet because I still fuck that shit up all the time. <laughs> but you can follow me and my other great show, The Derailers, with the wonderful wife, Jenny B, and my best friend, Ripkin. And we go on the train and run out the tracks every single week talk about random topics, and we have a great time doing so. Check that one out, and also go on to YouTube and find Derailed Wrestling. And you can find guys like Adam on there. Adam is a heel and a fucking jackass, but I still <laughs> love him. still the same. Adam, do you want to cut a quick promo on me right now? Uh, you're not even worth uh, the champ future champs time so don't even worry about it <laughs> ah, fuck you that was a great heel promo toby why don't you cut a promo because we're part of a i think tag team i don't know i haven't drank my kool-aid yet uh cricket noise <laughs> <laughs> i don't have anything i'm not very... go check out that show on youtube it's full <laughs> of great people and we make a roster on WWE 2K18 leading in the 19th, and we're going to make a whole bunch of great stuff coming up for you right now in the future. And God damn it, you threw me off so much, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Good. We put a lot of uh, effort into that, and go check it out, folks. That's right. And for these secret levels, you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms also and you can check us out on instagram and twitter at secret levels pod and we have a facebook page and there's also a facebook group called secret levels group you can chit chat video games or any other stuff with us in that group you can you can tell us how good our episodes are or how bad they are whatever you want come join it's a lot of fun and uh we've got some merchandise 
republic.com slash users slash secret levels and put some sweet swag on your chest because that is the best and our swag is put to the test. It's absolutely not a mess. It's going to be great. <laughs> Someone give that man an arrest. Oh. <laughs> oh. Damn, it's cold up here, Toby. All I got on are these goddamn booty shorts. Well, I told you to, to pack some more clothes. Uh, wh- what are we doing up here again? Come to get our fuck on. What do you mean? I know that, but isn't there like a weird legend of some kind of monster up here or something? Come on now. It's not like we're in some kind of horror video game or something. You don't believe that, do you? No, no, no. I, I, I just... I, I just seen a few believed it, you know. Uh, but... Did you hear that? Did that... Fuck Nuggets! It's the window goobs! Game over, folks! This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Damn, Toby, it's really cold up on this super high mountain, and I'm just wearing these booty shorts. (laughs) (laughs) We're keeping that line, though. Coming okay. I'm gonna stop laughing. Toby oh set me God. up. I was like stone face until he did that. I had to process that. Like it didn't hit me for a second. I was like booty shorts, and then I pictured him in booty shorts, and it was all over. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Composure. Serenity now. Well, I don't remember what I said. What did I say? Okay, okay I got cool. it. I got booty shorts. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Damn, it's cold up here, Toby. All I got on are these goddamn booty shorts. Well, I told you to, to pack some more clothes. Uh, wh- what are we doing up here again? Come to get our fuck on. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'll edit that out. <laughs> Hold on. I'll keep going from there because that's too fucking <laughs> Oh, you're derailing the fuck out of us right now. <laughs> okay.